the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Over the last few days, I've thought a lot about Mexico, Haiti, and Iraq. I've wondered what the people of those countries are feeling. I've wondered what they're thinking about themselves and about America. I've also thought a lot about Nazareth. The Nazareth that we see today is way different than that of the ancient world. We have built it up into a beautiful little tourist town, marking every single place that Jesus went about during his time there. But Nazareth did not used to be like this. Nazareth was not really a place you immediately thought of vacationing and visiting. It probably wasn't a whole lot different from how Americans view Haiti and Iraq and parts of Mexico. And over the last few days, I've thought a lot about our president and the character from our gospel today, Nathaniel. Why are we having all these people from those countries come here? Nathaniel asks, can anything good come out of Nazareth? They are asking the same question. And I want to be clear about this. I am not talking about only or even primarily the president or Nathaniel. I'm also talking about us, you and me. And maybe I've had this on my mind because of our rhetoric in this country has mainly been negative, been judgmental, and we all have a piece to play in this narrative. A narrative of thinking we are the best country, the best people, the moral judge of character upon other nations. And over the last few days, I thought a lot about my Nazareths the people, places, and situations that I had no right to judge, question, or label. But I did, and sometimes still I do. I've wondered about the ways I've belittled, demeaned, and rejected the Nazareths in my life. And I'm sure I lost more by their absence from my life than they would have gained by my presence in theirs. 
And I wonder how many times I missed the Messiah's presence because I refused to look toward Nazareth. What about you? Who or what are your Nazareths? Recall their names. Picture their faces. What has been or is your relationship to them? Because we all have Nazareths in our lives. They are the objects of our judgments, assumptions, labeling, and exclusion. They are the people, places, and situations from which we neither expect nor see the possibility of anything good coming, certainly nothing useful or beneficial to us. Nazareth is about how we see and relate to others, whether in foreign policy or in our own homes. Nazareth shows up in who we choose to vote for, policies to support, even how we express ourselves on Facebook and the internet, how we follow the status quo. Nathaniel's question is not unique to him. It gets asked every day. And current versions of his question might go a little something like this. Can anything good come out of Washington? Can anything good come out of Islam? Can anything good come out of the immigrant, the foreigner, the stranger? Can anything good come out of the Black Lives Matter or the Me Too movements? Can anything good come out of the people and relationships that have hurt me? Can anything good come out of the broken, difficult, or painful places in our lives? Can anything good come out of the parts of ourselves that we dislike and reject? I'm guessing we could all name at least one individual or group of people about whom we ask that question. Nathaniel's question, however, isn't really about Nazareth. It's about Nathaniel. And this is true for all of us, whoever and whatever our Nazareth might be. The question says more about us than it does Nazareth. It is about our beliefs and unbeliefs in others, ourselves and God. It's about our biases, our prejudices and fears. It's about our wounds, losses and sorrows. It's about our guilt and shame. It's about the assumptions and the judgments that we make. It's about all the many filters through which we see the world and others, ourselves and God. Somehow, we become convinced that we know what Nazareth is like and we're sure there's no way anything good, let alone the Holy One, the Messiah, could come from there. But what if that's exactly how it is? What if God reveals God's self through the one who is different, the other, the stranger? What if God comes to us as the one who has no economic value, is powerless, and has no place to lay their head? For us, Nazareth, is a blind spot and a hardening of our hearts, a place to which we must lean into and learn deep within ourselves why we believe this person or place 
is a Nazareth. You see, for God, Nazareth is a place where God shows up, where God reveals God's self and then invites us to see, to believe, to love in new ways. And maybe precisely because it's a challenge for us, it's exactly why God chose to reveal God's self there. Nathaniel didn't declare Jesus to be the son of God and the king of Israel because Nazareth, because Nazareth had suddenly changed. No, it is because Nathanael had changed. And it's not because Jesus used some magical powers upon Nathanael when he said he saw him under the fig tree. No, there was an epiphany for Nathanael, a recognition that God was in a place and in a person that Nathaniel never expected to be possible. I don't know how that happened for Nathaniel. I only know that he was willing to get up and leave where he was. He let go of one belief to hold a new one. He walked away from the fig tree of his assumptions to consider something new. He left behind his preconceived notions about Nazareth to give himself to something unexpected. Come and see. It is an invitation for us to reconsider, to look deeper, to look again and open ourselves to a new belief, a new experience to open ourselves to something that doesn't fit our assumptions or judgment. Nazareth isn't about the other person or about the condition of our own heart. Nazareth isn't about another's economic value to us, but about the willingness of our heart to value another human being. Nazareth isn't about how much power another has, but about our choosing to empower and support the life of another. Nazareth isn't about judging another as homeless with no place to lay their head, but about our inviting the other into our home. And Nazareth isn't about a past wrong gaining the upper hand, a religion, a race, a nationality, a sexual orientation, an economic or immigration status, but about Emmanuel, God with every human being, regardless of who they are and where they come from. Come and see, Nazareth is real. It is flesh and blood real. It's the recognition that your flesh and blood and my flesh and blood and the flesh and blood of anyone that looks different, talks different, believes different, and the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ are all the flesh and blood of God. And maybe that's the challenge and the difficulty of Nazareth. Because it's so ordinary and so much like everyday life that we just don't see it. We miss it. And other times we refuse to see it. We close our eyes and we turn away. And yet, for every one of our Nazareths, there is always an invitation to come and see. It's the invitation to get up and move to a new place, 
to leave behind our assumptions and judgments, to give up our preconceived notions, to risk not knowing, to see with the eyes of our heart, and to let ourselves be surprised by God. It's the invitation to let ourselves be changed. That choice is always before us. It's a choice we make every time we see the face of another or look in the mirror. It's a choice we make every time we hear the news or read the headlines. It's a choice we make every time we encounter the stranger, the one who is different. It's a choice we make every time we look out on the world from beneath our own fig tree. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? I can't answer that question for you. And you can't answer that question for me. Philip could not answer it for Nathaniel, and neither could Jesus. If we really want to know the answer to that question, then we must each get up and go see for ourselves. Nathaniel did, and it changed his life forever. And that's the promise for us, too. What about you and me? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Come and see. Amen.